Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. Never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 347. Rookie Fever Heaven. And I'm here, as always, with the feverish Fernero. I was sitting there thinking of what rhymes with seven. I'm going to have to come in with a rhyme, and then you did the seven heaven. That was a pretty easy one. You could have had it. Yeah, it was an easy one. I was trying to I'll find give one. you eight. You have, a, you have a week to think about 348. Okay. I'm going to do that. It's all mine. It's Don't be take good it away now. from me. Don't take it's it away It's got to be good now. Oh, eight's an easy one. Yes, I would like eight, please. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the happenings in the rookie world to this point. But as Fenero and I are talking about things before the show, we're thinking about rookies you must add before the season starts. And Feverish wanted to push it back a little bit. He's like, yeah, maybe I'll wait. But I have a rookie that I think Feverish should add before the season starts. Ooh, who? And that's a brand new sofa. We need a rookie sofa in the picture. <laughs> Who are we inviting? Who Who is this asset that we must get? Well, it's the sofa. It's just the sofa. <laughs> He's so confused. I think that you should get... I think you should add the sofa now. Why wait? Oh, that's a really good point. I was talking to Swags about how I've been holding out for a sofa. Yeah. What, what better way than just to start the season than with a rookie sofa? Oh, wow. Dude, that is that is genius. So, you're saying... Out the gate? Yeah, just a brand new, fresh, no NFL carries on it sofa. You got it. Oh, dude. Zero carries. Oh. Zero commitments. Oh. Imagine how fresh that probably looks. Zero spills. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it. I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. The season's almost here. (laughs) Rookies to add. Just a sofa. (laughs) It's your 101. Everybody took the bait. Even Fernero was like, what the hell is going on right now? (laughs) I think it would have been an excellent screen grab if you you took it. Like, that would be, like, the best thumbnail for this episode was just utter confusion on my part. If you guys want to so, know what that looks like. <laughs> that said, I don't know where to start. So, I guess I guess Devin Devin A Chain shoulder yeah. injury. Yeah, yeah. A Chain got a little banged up. We already know Kendry Miller a little banged so up. Is twenty twenty like in? So in, wait, I got to throw this out there. Okay, <laughs> so in twenty twenty three, you get carted off with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it's a little odd, right? It's a little odd. A little odd. I would have rather seen him walk. <laughs> I'm not playing, and, and people think this sounds so silly and stupid, and like I'm, I'm joking and having fun here, but I'm half serious about this, Fenero. I like really his, am. I'm, are you I'm half about serious. His I'm talking about his moxie. I yeah, absolutely am. Toughness. Like, right. And like the future and moving forward. And I mean, I don't, I don't hate. I've, I've had Stafford, you know, on the radar for years just because of the I'll rookie year him. when he yeah. went out there and. Threw the ball with a dislocated shoulder, and you're mm-hmm. telling me my man can't even walk off the field with a shoulder injury? Does seem um, 
does seem a bit odd, doesn't it, now? I mean, so, and maybe, maybe complete overreaction and me being a little bit hard on the guy. I've been back and forth through conversation with you. Like, I've been back and forth about him mm-hmm. through the conversations you and I have had. Yep, yep. But, like, I've liked the speed. Of, but then that, it's just kind of like, huh, like, okay. <laughs> I well, don't know. Is I that mean, weird? No, in all fairness, like, we dig around pretty hard. We talked about this last week to try to find some meaning in anything we see. And sometimes, and I'm going to bring it up later in the show with Jalen Hyatt, sometimes it's between the line stuff. It's not just what you see on a stat sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think Do I think that's perhaps an overreaction? Yeah, but everything in the preseason is overreaction. We, we overreact to everything. Is it a good thing? No, it's a bit odd. Like, what is what what is that that makes you question his toughness? And if you question his toughness, we're already worried about his size. So if we're worried about him getting injured and him being tough, that's a bad combination. Yeah, like his his I'm questioning his toughness, his commitment. Um, yeah, and, and again, his moxie and just his overall. Most people at that level, I feel like, would want to mm-hmm. walk off the field. Yeah, there's an if, opportunity there. To show even out. sometimes with a leg injury, sure, they want to try to walk off the field. Mm-hmm. But nope, not Devin. He took the easy way out and well, got a ride. One of the best people in the league showed you that. During a playoff run, Patrick Mahomes had a high ankle sprain, didn't miss any time. I think he missed a play. Was it two yeah. plays maybe and came right back? That That's um, just taking it all the way the other direction. Somebody that's putting the work in, yep. that's, that does not want to be taken off the field for any reason, and he's one of the greats. So, Fenero, um, I think that I have to contradict myself here. You're with me too much. I think that Devin A-Chain is – a hold <laughs> and, and you know i don't use that a lot i think he's a hold but like first healthy big play anything like i'm out i want out got it, got it. so i not right now though not with the little injury but yeah yeah i i had a chain as an out the gate kind of guy um and he was like closely ranked with Kendra Miller, and I knew I was uh, closer to the 18 side, and you were definitely closer to the Kendra Miller side. And my argument was always like, "But I'm going to get to see it right away. Like I'm going to get to see it." And now you have this shoulder injury, and then on top of that, before so he was definitely having a good camp. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say he was not having a good camp. There's been positive vibes about a chain, no doubt. Yep. But I'm not hearing any rumblings other than our community that he's starting. Like, I never hear that at all. We all think he's going to start for some reason. I don't know why we're all just assigning that. But Mostert was out there a ton. Jeff Wilson. These are guys that have been in the system. These are guys that are actually good. They just get hurt a lot. You know what I mean? So, like, Devin A-Chain's out the gate is starting to worry me a little bit. I was counting on out the gate. Is Jalen Warren on that team now, too? No. Jalen Warren's still on uh, Pittsburgh. Where did I see that? Yeah, Jalen Warren um, went off on Pittsburgh last night. But then you also have the suspension of Kamara on the other side of that, too. For Kendra, yeah. Yeah. And Kendra's banged up. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? So it's – it's um, but, but, but I think we talked about this last week where I think Kendra and the expectations were already lower where I feel like A-Chain – is getting like his ceiling expectation right now. Like he hasn't even won the starting job, but yet we're putting a chain in as this, you know, great value late in, in redraft because he's the starter on Miami. No, he's not. I'm a little worried. I, w- I was hoping that a chain by now would have won the job. Getting hurt does not help. 
No, definitely not. So do you want out now? No, I'm really talking about those early returns. So I, I don't want out, but I'm more worried. I don't want out. I'm, I'm, I'm my, my antenna's up now. So like, you know, you, you read into the, the, the shoulder thing, maybe more than the average person would, but you got it in my head. You yeah. know what I mean? So now I'm going to be looking for that same thing here. Like toughness is going to be like a thing I'm going to have to check out a little closer now because I'm a little, and I want to hear what, what his teammates are saying about him. Um, mm. I think he's missed a decent amount of preseason too. I have to go back and look at that now. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got me thinking, all right, I was already worried about one chief concern and it was size. Well, he's not, he's not hurt yet. Oh yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes you get a guy that's just tough, man, you know? And, uh, I don't like, I don't like the possibility of him not being tough. So I'm going to be looking at him. Be tough. Be tough. Be Stafford tough. Be Deuce Vaughn tough. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. So, um, you, you've, uh, you've raised your hand a couple times, uh, about Deuce Vaughn, and and I've uh, I, I think even just last week I kind of squashed it and said nah I think Malik Davis is getting overlooked I think he's going to be the backup everyone's looking for the backup Deuce Vaughn is showing out but <laughs> it seems like it's always in the fourth quarter and it always seems like it's one play but it is a really 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 interesting observation about how the NFL is rooting for this little guy like everybody is he's the little guy now like mm-hmm. every he's Rudy. Like he's become Rudy, he's be- and and I think as people root for him, I think I think he's got a better chance than I thought of being the backup on this team. I think he's still too small, and Rico Dow- Dowdy is not even to be overlooked. You know, so uh, I'm not saying that the backup on this team is is uh, is high value, but um, we're all guessing on who it is, and I think Deuce Vaughn did a little bit to to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm I can be pretty shifty. Maybe I'm the backup. Yeah. I don't hate it at all. <laughs> when I watch preseason, those swags, um, and and I'm not saying that that y'all have to watch it this way, but this is how I watch it, and it's kind of like the who, what, where, and when. Um, so like, in other words, like if, if a player like like Deuce Vaughn scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter, I'm discounting that immediately. It's a preseason game to begin with. He wasn't with the first team. He isn't playing the first defense, and it's in the fourth quarter. Like, it just gets more and more and more discounted, and that's what I mean by the who, what, where, and when. So I always try to, like, look at, well, who they're playing. Like, I'll use Jalen Hyla as an example, right? So Giants are playing um, Carolina's defense. Carolina's defense is okay, but their first team pass rushers aren't out there. And the, the touchdown that Jalen Hollick got was against the backup safety. So you got two things that aren't in his favor. But when I said earlier at the top of the show, I try to read between the lines. The thing that I really found interesting, and I don't know if I would have found it unless I was a Giants fan, is the play right before the touchdown, he dropped the pass. And it, it was, it was, I saw the drop. Like it wasn't, it was all him. Like it, no one made him drop the ball except him. It was right in his hands. And they went back to him for a touchdown on the next play. Mm-hmm. And that going back to him told me a ton. It told me that they knew he could go back to it and they could count on him. They made the play him to go to a touchdown. That's the who, what, where, and when, right? That situation to score. Um, I got a little interested in Jalen Hyatt. And, and, and I think I'll get interested in him on for reasons that aren't the touchdown. I think people will get really excited about the touchdown. He had a ton of separation. But again, in the context I gave you, it was a, a backup safety. It was one quick move. Um, I'm Not a more, deep wide receiver room, though. Yeah, that's 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 the reason to get excited. But And he's having a great camp. Hyde's mm-hmm. having a very good camp. But 
it's one of those things where I was kind of off him, and I don't know, I kind of one-trick pony stuff. I, I tend to label wide, speedy wide receivers that, you know, they do one thing really, really well. And, um, and this told me that he's got a shot year one to crack a roll, and I didn't think that was possible. I really did not think a third-round draft pick, even with this open wide receiver room, um, that was going to be Waller all day, and then a mishmash of the other guys, Slayton and Hodges. You know, I, I never really thought that Hyatt was going to be very impactful outside of like four, four to six plays throughout the year. I really did. I, I really didn't put it much into it. It could be a lot of Waller. I think it's going to be a lot of. You watch that game; it was three healthy. straight plays I mean, to Waller, dude. To open yeah. it up, that was, and he looks good out there. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed. For that signing, because I wanted to be, I wanted to have a reason to be excited about Daniel Bellinger this mm-hmm. year, and it took it away so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the Bellinger touchdown that Waller basically gave him? So Waller and uh, and Bellinger were were lined up on the same outside, where it looked like Bellinger was the inside and Waller was the outside, right? So you're definitely going to follow Waller. They didn't just follow Waller; they had two guys follow Waller, and then Bellinger just came off the edge, didn't block, touchdown. And nice. so, I mean, you can give that to Waller too, but <laughs> in a way, you know, cause he was yeah. like the decoy. Um, but there was two things that happened. One is Bellinger's in there. So that, that play is designed for Bellinger. That's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. And then on top of it, it's, uh, Waller was ecstatic for Bellinger. I'm like, Ooh, all right. I like this, maybe. Yeah. You know, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, I was digging that. What do you make of the Colts not starting Anthony Richardson? Oh, yeah. So after they named him the starter um, for the season, I think he's now getting starter treatment. So I think him not playing this game was just because starters don't play. Um, I feel like you could use the reps. A hundred percent agree with you, though. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I agree with you there. The, the whole point um, and John Lobb and I talked about this. The whole point of the possibility of Richardson being good is to put him out there in game time action to get that they're the reps he needs, right? Mm-hmm. So preseason would be free reps. You don't need to use your, you know, your your existing schedule. So you're dead right. In contrast, CJ Stroud was out there for a half, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's the starter probably. Yeah. I mean, they haven't named him, but he's the future. Yeah. You now know? now now I hear you. Sometimes your questions have a different meaning. And that question uh, I answered in a different way. I absolutely see what you're saying. Why not? Huh. Yeah. But I get it. But they have Gardner. <laughs> he had an okay game. Gardner or Davis Mills? Gardner. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think Gardner's good. And I think that was my point. Yeah, Gardner's a good backup. Gardner or Andy Dalton? Gardner. I must drop Dalton today in a super flex. Who's the other backup over there? Where? For the Panthers? That's all I got. I forget Dalton who it was. Dalton Stroud. There's another. There's a, oh, is it Levis? No. Uh, where's Levis? He's uh, Will Levis is yeah, with is uh, the Titans. Oh, I said you, Will Levis? I thought you. <laughs> wow. What am I smoking? That's not even who, what I, who I meant. All right. Panthers depth chart. So I can Dude, get off of that. We've had whole conversations where I get off the show and I'm like, wow, I was calling that player the, the yeah. wrong thing the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah. why did Fernero not say something? I just did it. I just did it to you. I don't I, know if I, it's I, worse that he let me have that through the whole show. I'm, or- 
I'm trying to run away from mine as fast as possible by giving you the Carolina <laughs> Panthers depth chart, which is Bryce Young, Andy Dalton, Matt Corral. Who you oh, that guy. The guy I was trying to think of was <laughs> I just thought of it again and I forgot. Um, I think it's still a Will. Will Greer? Yes. I remember him. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so excited. You just saved me. Will Greer was who I was thinking. Will Levis. Where is Will Greer playing now? That's was the question, not Will Levis. That's <laughs> the real important That's one. what I need. Yes. <laughs> Where you is guys know he? how I feel. Like when you can't remember something and you're sitting there like, oh, he's in Carolina. He's in Carolina. Hmm. No, he's with the Cowboys. <laughs> yes, he was claimed awful waivers and he's with the Cowboys now. Will Greer. Isn't that a, um, what year was that? 2019 rookie? Mm, probably between there and 2020. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah, he's. He was sometime. He's been out there a minute. I think Two Drink liked Will Greer. Wasn't mm-hmm. that a Two Drink guy? Seems like it would have been, right? He'll let, he'll let us know. <laughs> he's a listener. Two Drink will let us know. I think, I think Two Drink was a Will Greer guy. He's probably going to give profanities to our oh, cell phones. <laughs> he's probably going to, he's probably absolutely going to hate that, you know, the, the time we bring him up and remember the great two drink, we bring him up with Will Greer. All the other things I could have brought up, and I bring up Will Greer. I don't know. Two drink, I think that was your guy. Let me know. Well, think of some other shitty guys of his. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, this is the, that's, that's not what happened. <laughs> I was, I was happier with CJ Stroud's second game. Um, I, his first game, he got sacked and he had a bad sack, bad interception, looked uncomfortable out there. He goes seven for 12 for 60 yards. Um, look just, I don't know, man, just looked a little bit more complete. Look, look like a little bit more happy with, uh, the situation, more relaxed with his O line. I was, I, I was feeling better about CJ Stroud after watching him and they, and they let him play, like I said, um, the whole half. So. Um, I think that was something that he needed. To your point, maybe uh, Richardson should also get. I wanted to see more Richardson. Good point. Yeah, it'd be kind of nice. Yeah. What do you make of all the current tight end rumbling? It seems like if if I was new to this game and I just signed on to Twitter or X, whatever you prefer to call it these days, um I would think that there are two sure shot rookie tight ends that could help me this year. Cause that's what everybody's telling me in Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid. And I know you and I have talked about this. Yep. Um, has anything changed for you through, through these preseason games or anything you're hearing? Nah, I mean, that's a, that's a hard belief here at rookie fever. We've been doing this long enough and, 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 and anyone who doesn't have a podcast about rookies knows if they've been playing fantasy football long enough that, uh, you are betting on an outlier for your tight end to be able to start for me, for you in his rookie year, uh, week after week. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it, it's, it's noise. Um, any, any talk above that? I think I, I tried to entertain it when we talked about it last and I said, if it's going to happen, it's going to be somebody like Kincaid. And if it was Kincaid, it's going to be because they basically don't use him like a tight end. And I remember when OJ Howard was definitely going to do it. Yeah, of course. Yep. I remember when Eric Ebron was definitely going to do it. I think there was high hopes for Hawkinson's rookie year. Very high hopes. Wasn't he drafted like top 10? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember his week one though? (laughs) Yes, I think it was an 88-yard <laughs> touchdown, if it I was remember like, correctly. Yeah. And then he got hurt like two games later or something. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, Noah Fant was definitely going to do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All yes. these, you know, and it, yeah. year after year, we you have these guys and these narratives recreate why this is going to be the one. And this year we have two. <laughs> Dude, that was an NFL record. Hawkinson set an NFL record with 131 yards on six receptions on his epic debut. Yeah. There you go. That's where you got Hawk smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't – yeah, so back to the tight ends. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid uh, is the only one that has a chance to, to be an every week starter, and it wouldn't be the beginning of the season, and it would be because he's used as a slot receiver and not a tight end, kind of like the, the Kyle Pitts thing. That would be the only – he would have to be – utilized like that as a wide receiver. It'd be the only way that, that I think that you're going to have every week value out of any of these guys. Mm. Doesn't mean that we aren't going to get excited, right? We talked about what, what tight end 12 is. What was it? 600 yards? I mean, that that's like tight end eight. Yeah. So we're going to get excited. Tight end one though. Yeah. With yeah. 600 yards and four touchdowns. And we're, we're like, who's tight end one. And I feel like every time we like say, you know, calm down about year one, we're, 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 we're saying we're not excited about these tight ends. We I think this is a tight end class to absolutely get excited about. It's just I like, agree. It's yeah. played a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are getting. I agree. People are getting super excited about um, Tank Bigsby and Zach Charbonnet. Um, those two names, and you know, Swags, I've been a little late or will continue to be a little late on the Zach Charbonnet. I think I've always said, well, you know, I, I understand this is a possibility, but I'm just not willing to put Kenneth Walker on the bench. Like, that's just not something I'm going to do in my head. And if I think Kenneth Walker is a great running back, how much is Charbonnet really going to get? Um, I'm not going to give it to him week one. Um, you look and you see one play on Twitter right now. You see one run. I think it was 29 yards. Um, he made one nice cut. And we're going to see it for the next week and a half. And Charbonnet's value is going to go up even higher and higher. I just want to just remind everybody, you know, it was one rush out of the three he had. He didn't start the game. Even with Kenneth Walker sidelined due to injury, he didn't start the game. It's They still started DJ Dallas. I still am in the camp that Charbonnet is a good running back on a team that didn't need one. Mm-hmm. And he's going to struggle from year to year to really be trusted. You know, trusted, um, especially his rookie year. So yeah, I'm still going to stand on. Yeah, I'm definitely going to stay stick with that for now. But um, I get it. Charbonnet does does look like he's he's got a little bit of it in him. Yeah, and then uh, another one too. I saw we t- I think we talked about him last show was Tajay Spears. Yes, and um, it seems like he is the yep. next Messiah now. Yeah, you and I were talking about Haskins and. Um, I don't think I, I feel much different, though. I feel like <sighs> I was looking for why Haskins didn't play, and he was injured. Hmm. At least that's what it says here. I also know that Haskins is like when I did a search for like what Haskins did in that game. I know he didn't play, so then I tried to figure out why he didn't play, and I did see an in- injury designation somewhere. But it also might just be. I hope it's not related to that thing a month ago that that legal dispute he has. Um, that's another concern, you know, Haskins hasn't earned himself anything. We, we just know that Haskins has been in the system and Haskins is the size we like. Um, so that, so I, you and I talked about Haskins being that too, but is he around? I gotta, I gotta dig a little bit more. Cause like, you know, after I saw like the, the off the field stuff as his, as, as like any news on Haskins like that kind of lined up with him not playing in preseason. So I'm going to dig a little deeper on, and see if Haskins is is available um, physically 
to earn to to win this job because Todd right. Spears does seem to be uh, the talk of town. Uh, by the way, Julius Chestnut, for you guys who just stat watch, had ninety yards in that game. <laughs> this could be it. Could be one of those things too where you're trying to predict the handcuff all year. Yes, you get to this point where yep. because of the different kind of player Tajay Spears is that you instantly like, Oh, he's the guy behind Henry. Mm-hmm. But then in the unfortunate situation that Henry were to go down, it would then be Haskins. Then you're like, Oh, the Haskins is yeah. showing out, you know, not right. Derek Henry showing out, but you never know. Yep, like, yep. So you never know how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, Spears. Right I would now. still go out and try to get Haskins on the yeah. cheap. I like what you said there, though, because Spears, um, let, let's say Spears is healthy, Henry's healthy, and um, Haskins is getting, like, no snaps, um, but Tajay Spears is getting some play because of his speed, because of his pass catching, whatever. He's getting a little play. People would be lulled into believing that's the handcuff when, for size, pound for pound, Haskins is the better replacement. Tajay mm-hmm. Spears keeps his role that he yeah. had when Henry yeah. was there and Haskins as the ex- uh, exchangeable piece. You see that very, very, very often yep. in the NFL, especially when it's related to size and every down back. Yeah. Yep. I'm with so, you. Yeah. What else you got? We haven't talked about very many wide receivers. Yeah, I got a couple wide receivers. I know one that uh, is going to pop off the stat sheet. Rasheed Rice caught eight of nine targets for 96 yards in the preseason matchup against the Cardinals. Um, he, he did... It was limited, uh, play a little bit with the first team offense, but he actually did most of his damage uh, with the second team. Like, that's why I say, you know, I like like to look at preseason through that lens. I don't want to look at Rishi Rice and see eight for nine for 96 yards and say, okay, he's the starting wide receiver on the Chiefs. Um, so it's important that you do that. But at the same time, uh, this is what you want to see. He's got he's gone eleven for one hundred and twenty six yards through his his two preseason games. This is what you want to see. I don't care whether it's the second team, third team, fourth team. Uh, at least give me stats out there, and uh, that's what he's doing. Rushy Rice. Yeah. Another guy caught my eye, Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman. Seen doing, a lot of Tillman love. Yeah, it's only because Tillman was Tillman is getting the whole Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney. I got him late in my drafts, and he is—he's going to make me right. Love. Uh, anyway, you look at it, Cedric Tillman has got a long way to go to earn any reps on this team. But again, just like Rashi Rice, you want to see him out there. Two out of three targets, fifty yards, and he just looked mean out there. Looked very, very tough. We talked about toughness at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a third-round rookie. You know, it's not like he's—it's yeah. not like he's a sixth-rounder. We're hoping for. It's just like he's in a rough situation. But um, he looked like he just he looked the part. He looked the part. That's why I brought him up. I don't want to bring him up for two for three for fifty yards. I don't even know when that was. But the thing I do remember is is how tough he looked out there. He looked like he you weren't going to take the ball away from him. You just mm-hmm. he, it wasn't going to happen. And I'm not talking about one play. I'm talking about any time the ball was anywhere near him. It was his. Could he potentially be? Everybody wants to go shit on Donovan Peoples Jones, but could he potentially be the Amari Cooper replacement? I think that's what they're hoping for. Not so much the not not so much DPJ because yep. DPJ. I mean, he had a pretty like silent like eight to hundred nine hundred yards mm-hmm. last year that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, if he can work off of that, like just 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 earn a a little bit more of that target share and beat these other guys out, like keep Tillman on the bench and others. Um, he could get well, it's into probably that. David Bell, right? Yeah. 
that's out. In all fairness, yeah. And then I, I know it's probably Elijah Moore that we think yep. is potentially taking that slot. Yep. And I think Peoples Jones is on the outside. Yeah. That is an interesting competition now that we brought it up of, of who ends up winning that, like in it's, how long. You can win it. Like with a healthy team. Yep. I don't know. The other thing, too, is um, we were all assuming Deshaun Watson's going to come out the gate like the old Deshaun Watson, Willie. I just asked the question, Willie. There's n- there's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's no yeah. highlight reel even right now getting me excited. There's nothing. I can't find anything getting me excited about Deshaun Watson. Just saying. Is it? Is it I possible? think he's going to be okay. I think I think I know a lot not, of people think he's going to be I, way I more than okay. I kind of out on your <laughs> question. I wasn't like, hell yeah, he's going to, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I think, yeah, I think the, the, like, and this is legal actions aside, like talking straight NFL, oh, yeah. like I was, fantasy. I, wasn't I think that. that he is a, a stud. I think that he's a true specimen. I think that he is, I mean, he's still fairly young for the position. Um, he's had some time off. I think that last Mobile, year we love that you're coming back from some lengthy legal yep. issues um and if some of that wasn't in his head to you know coming back from that like the psychological aspect of it physical aspect of it being a new team new system um i i'm not worried yeah i'm not worried about deshaun watson from a talent perspective um now how many teams, though, at the same time have we seen Cleveland somehow fuck up? <laughs> um, so it's kind of weird too, you know. Like it probably probably won't work out that great. But yeah, I, 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 I'm not too worried. It has to be somewhere between okay and great, and it has to be a lot closer to great for us to be talking about the third wide receiver, right? Yeah, Cause, and cause we're already gonna... saying the top two are DPP and. Um, Tillman, like and we know, not that. ranking him up there with like Josh Allen and Mahomes, right, or right. like he's lost that alert. You know what I mean? But he, yeah, I think he's a stud. He'll show us if you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think that if you're hating on Deshaun Watson, it's probably for the right reasons. But for fantasy, we don't care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I get why people wouldn't like Deshaun Watson, but I think he's going to be fine in the NFL. Yeah, I think he might have some additional rust. It has been a long time, so just to assume that it's linear and he's going to knock off the rust in the, what, seven or eight games he had last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, he didn't play anywhere near a full season. Um, so he, one could argue that you know if he doesn't roll off the way we want him to in week one, week two, or week three, I think what you're trying to say is I have confidence that he'll, he'll, he'll get there this season. And if we're yeah. talking about Dynasty, I'm not worried at all. He's a QB1. Yeah, that, that that's I where so. I yeah I think he, I think he's being slated as a, a guaranteed QB one, which is where I start to go. Well, do we know that for sure? Like how much of that rust is still going to be there? Like it feels like it's been three years since he's played, but yeah, um, you know, it's just one of those things. But uh, he's everything we love in a quarterback. He's young. He's mobile. Uh, he's going to give you yards on the ground. And um, Deshaun Watson or Jared Goff? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So and Jared Goff could beat him out this year, but but mm-hmm. you know you're telling me like out of those two, I, I'm going to pick Watson every day. Yeah, and Watson has the kind of contract you want your quarters oh, your yeah. quarterbacks to have in Dynasty. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> so that's a good one, though. I like that. Yeah, that would be an inspirational conversation for a super flexible podcast. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hmm. What else? Davis Mills, probably third string. Yeah. Malik Willis probably beat him out in that two spot. Yeah, it seems like it. Which is actually really good for Malik Willis. I don't I don't mm-hmm. think Malik Willis ever plays there, but um I thought Malik Willis had a chance of being nobody very soon. So if he can win that backup spot, he, he he's he's fighting back there because he, he lost a lot of ground last year and, and if he's making it back up in this offseason he wants it. So I think that there's a chance that one of um, Malik Willis and uh, Will Levis ends up starting for them at some point. I yeah, think I mean, that that's the way they. I think that's the way the Titans would like to see it working out, so they don't have to keep drafting quarterbacks. Because Tannehill's probably done, right? Even after this year, I mean, um, I don't even know if you'd call that experiment, but I think it's gone. I think I don't think it's the answer to that team. It's just they're in a weird little purgatory. So, but I think that they hope one of those guys is the answer. I think they're trying to figure it out, though. Yeah, I, I think I think it would be very hard for me to believe that Tennessee doesn't want to see one of those two guys, whoever that is, play this season at some point. It could be very, very late, later than may, maybe even they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I would struggle to see what is what what's in it for Tennessee to not look at those guys in game action. Like that just seems like way too hard to, to pass up thinking that time yeah. is not going to be with us next year. I think we all know that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, man. I find myself like when I look back to um, like Case Keenum, when he signed with the Washington and he was the starter at that point, he signed into that team as the starter. And I try to find those players in my head and I'm going to use easy street for me just to kind of shorten this up. I'll get moving. But like I try to find those players that like who's going to kind of like all of a sudden go sign that contract. And you're like, oh, wow, they're the starter for Washington Mm. now. And I I always think of Gardner. Like at some point, I feel like Gardner is going to get this actual chance where a team signs him and it might just be for a year or two you know it's not like case keenum worked out in washington but you knew he just got a starting contract with washington in that moment and so i'll try to like search for those guys and sort of stash them also Mm -hmm. um gardner (laughs) went from like uh a a hidden gem to a, a diamond to a stash i get so i've got lots of gardner but i mean so i try to think of those guys and I could see some of these guys, like, potentially, though, like, at some point in their career, getting some kind of shot somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and I don't disagree at all. It's one of those things, though. Um, It's sometimes, like, you think Gardner deserves it. And I think there's a lot of teams that would agree with you. But, like, if you have Gardner, you might just want to keep him as your backup, right? You might not want to keep him under contract and not let that ever happen. So, you could be dead on right, but we'll never see it because he's actually good. You know what I mean? Like, I could see somebody just saying, no, I need him as my backup. He's that important. And, uh, And we might never see what you really believe to come to fruition. I, I hear what you're saying, but the difference of somebody like Gardner in that situation is it would be re- very rare for them to franchise tag him to be the oh, backup absolutely. quarterback. No, they would have to just give him a good contract. So at some point, yeah. he's going to either have to have like lucrative deal or he can always keep going wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I would say right around his caliber, 
they 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 probably each off season have to make that decision because he's yep. like right on that fringe where they have to be like, do you want money <laughs> or opportunity? Because opportunity, yeah. you might not get money, you know. So like, right? And I don't know. He seems like the guy just personality wise that would want to go after the opportunity, but yeah. I, I don't know the guy's. I feel like he situation. wants to play. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think he thought he probably had a good shot where he was going. Yeah. I think he thought yep. he had a really good shot. I think that keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that. <laughs> so they get something just a little bit better, but yep. you, it feels like by midseason you can always find like a couple teams where he'd still be better than their starter Absolutely. and backup at that point. Yep. No, I agree with that. I think there's a lot of teams that would agree with you. So got some bad QBs out there. Yep. What else? I mean, it's a lot of a lot of the guys that we thought were going to do what they were going to do. You know, JSN looks good out there, three for three for fifty eight yards. Um, you know, it's one of those. He's good. I think JSN's going to get the same treatment that Bijan's going to get. We kind of just expect it. So it's just like, when will we get to see it with Bijan? We know we'll get to see it right away. JSN, we're not yeah. sure yet. Lock it. Uh, same. I too. almost brought up Jordan Addison, but I was just like, oh, yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah, especially at this stage, right? Like, I'm already saying I'm discounting it because of preseason. Then I discount it again, depending on when they were in the game. And then I discount it again. Like, it's hard to find value. But, um, you know, you could you could dig real hard for, real hard for it and say, and I've, I've totally forgotten about Kayshawn Boutte. He did all right out there. Kayshawn Boutte in his 50 yards and a touchdown. What about that guy? Did he, did he, did he, is he going to make the team now? Right. We could talk that, I suppose. Maybe. Maybe Booty has earned his way onto the team. I think it's going to need more than that to do so. I haven't heard any good things about Keishon Booty, and, and I think the biggest thing and biggest concern was his attitude. So uh, not 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 holding my breath for that one, but uh, but yeah, we could we could dig deep. Yeah. So I I have a question for you then before yeah. we get out of the show. Who are you, Fenero? Are you like let's do an auction draft, and are you the guy? That's going to try to drive the price up just to drive the price up. Are you gonna, are you the guy that outbids me in the final five minutes? I'm neither of those guys, but I am the guy that can't pass up on a good deal. Oh, so that's worse than those other two guys. Those other two guys well, suck. I don't know if it's worse. Those other two guys suck, but this guy. They do suck. Yeah. <laughs> those two guys suck. Redlining, all that, that's bullshit. But. My style sucks, too, because I miss out on so many values. I thought you said you couldn't miss out on a value. No. I'm buying early. Like, I have I, – I fall for oh. everybody. <laughs> I, I fall for everybody you're throwing in the first two minutes of an auction. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I want Burrow and Chase as a stack, and then I have no money for the next four days. That's a nice stack, though. Yeah, I have it. My rest of my team <laughs> – the rest of my team sucks. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I caught somebody – driving me up on somebody and as soon as i knew they were doing it i was done (laughs) i was like all right he's all yours did he nominate him by any chance because that would be twice as nice i don't think he did because you know if he nominated he didn't actually want them i don't know if everybody does that oh yeah i do I do. I totally I do. do that. Yeah. Um, unless it's unless it's um like later in the draft and you're doing like the 12 hours and you're like, oh, no one usually checks this in the middle right. of the day. So I'm going to put my players in at that time. Um, otherwise, I'm putting that players I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. It just got to the point. And then I started to look at budgets mm-hmm. too. And yeah. I'm just kind of looking at it. And I'm like, he is going to be screwed if he wins this. <laughs> 
like, honestly, like, he is going to be absolutely screwed if he wins this. And I'm just like, yes. Watched a little bit of verbiage in the league chat, and I was like, huh, I know, I know what's going on here. That's awesome. Like, boom. That's awesome. He's yours. I would like to do that to someone. I think with that said, we're out of here. That was another good show. Some good rookie talk. Season's right around the corner. Yeah, it is. I'm still trying to buy some Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson. I wouldn't say his value's going up. Maybe. I don't think it's going up. Herbert had a Herbert had that uh, catch and run. I think if anything, maybe it's just a little bit cheaper. Huh. Maybe I'll feel it out yeah, a little bit. Yeah, go do it. Go do it. Hmm. Who are you trying to buy? Uh, I think I was too late on Quentin Johnson, and now I want him bad. Dude, I cannot get him. I know. You like? I, I'll send problem. offers where Same in my problem. head I'm like, oh, do I want to do this? I'm just I'm just all in and on the then, Chargers this year. And then it still gets rejected. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want Quentin Johnson. I don't have one Quentin Johnson. I have at least I, one. I don't have a I lot have, though. I don't have any. <clears throat> I want I want more, like especially with my Herbert. Yep. Get some stacks, but it's yep. been tough to acquire him. And then you can only offer so much, even when you really want somebody. Yeah. You you can like kind of try to find out the crazy price, and then you're like, yeah, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, like I can't dismantle my team for no third wide receiver on a team. Yeah, even though I like him a lot, right? And I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but I mean, it's got to be good at some point, right? I think it's going to be even good if you at some have to point. wait. I think that's why I'm in because I'm convinced that it's going to be good at some point now. Stefan Diggs or Quinton Johnson? Diggs. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, but he's getting older. Yeah, Diggs is going to get harder and harder to move. Yes, give me the points. Yeah, it's tougher to win than lose. Yep, might as well get the points. Yeah, give me the points. I like to stay winning. <laughs> I hear you. You'll find another way to do that and keep Diggs. I'm not. No, I'm trying to find a way to get Johnston, not win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we have to. Maybe we have to look somewhere else. Different player. Yeah, we'll have to figure out that other guy. Maybe it's I Mike just don't want the stack. I know you do. <laughs> so I'm going for Mike Williams, I guess. There you go. That's probably the cheapest one of the three, right? Yes. I mean, even with Keenan. Oh, no, actually, wow, I wonder Keenan. I wonder if Keenan's price is lower than Williams. Hmm. I think it's probably close. You're checking at DynastyNerds.com? I am. He's putting in code fever really quick, saving 15%. Panero goes one day at a time. Yes. <sighs> I am at SwagZilla0G. He is at Artbark TV. This is at Rookie Fever on X Twitter. X Twitter? X Twitter. We are out. Panero... What what are you looking for in that couch? Like to be out the gate, great, like nailed it. Do you want it firm, kind of soft? What want are we it, really going for here? I want it man? to be a I want it to be a transformer. Oh. In other words, I want to be able to Recline? make it No, I want it to make it like um a movie lounger and convert it into a movie lounger or convert it into like a sectional. Like I want to be able to move the pieces around. Hmm. I like that. They Is exist. that common? They exist. It's very expensive. Love sack makes them and it'll cost me too much money, which is why I waited. Hmm. So out the gate, we need that. Do we want firm or cushy though? Uh, I think it's gotta be on the firmer side. Not, not like, you know, a firmer a little, too, but not too firm in the back. 
If I could have a little firmer oh, on the booty and a little okay. softer on the back. All right, yeah. I've noticed that um, not all couches, but some couches, like, they'll equal out the back and the butt. Yeah. And that's not the way it should be done. Like, you yeah. you want a little bit, I think, more cush for the back and, like, a nice, like, firm cushion yeah. with a little give for yeah. the bootay. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're just sinking into it. Yeah. Nobody likes sinking. Nobody likes sinking. Mm-mm. You want you want to make sure you're drafting the appropriate rookie sofa this year, and for that, you come here to Rookie Fever. Fever, now you got the fever now. Oh, 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 you got the fever now.